Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fuckadelics? What's happening? I am Mark Marin. This is my show. WTF, thank you for joining. Thank you for being here. Thank you for wherever you may be. I appreciate your patronage and allowing me to be in your head. Right? Just me and you. Before I do forget... To plug myself, you can still get my special more later as a digital download for a special price. It's available exclusively at WTFPod.com for another week, and it's only $7.99 before it goes to iTunes next month. Go to WTFPod.com. There's a link right on the homepage under today's episode, as well as in the merch section. Also, get tickets for uh, my Carnegie Hall dates. They're at, uh, you can go to nycomedyfestival.com. That's the New York Comedy Festival, November 4th. I will be performing at Carnegie Hall. I will be at the Albuquerque Journal Theater September 3rd. There's not many tickets left for this hometown show, but you can go to wtfpod.com slash tour to check out, uh, you know, where to get those tickets. I'll be at the Comedy Club in Rochester, New York, September 9th and September 10th. You can get tickets for that. Again, wtfpod.com slash tour for those Rochester dates. The Wilbur in Boston, September 24th. Uh, The Vic Theater, December 3rd uh, in Chicago. Uh, Today on the show, God Amala. I I hope I'm pronouncing God Amala. He's He's a French comic. And he's a Moroccan Jew, and he's uh, he's somebody that a lot of people in this country have not heard of, but he's an international superstar. It's one of those situations where it's like, what? And uh, I was I was happy to meet him. I, I didn't I never know what to expect. And he has been in the country here in the United States a couple of times in the recent past. Actually, he's he's a native French speaker, and um, he he is he's doing his act in English. And it was very interesting to watch uh, somebody you know, actually trying to do uh, a, a completely English act and not being an English speaker. I, it was it was impressive because the, the 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 sort of skills you have to rely on comedically sort of shift from what you're used to. And, and I had a lot of respect for the guy and I had a great time talking to him. I, first time I ever met and first time I've had a, a French person on the show and the first time I've met a Moroccan Jew. Uh, so there was a lot of new a lot of new uh, things. A lot of firsts. Yeah, so I'd gotten estranged from my buddy Mike. 
You know, uh, there was, uh, you know, uh, it just, you know, sometimes things get difficult. You know, he needed a couple bucks a while back. I gave him a couple bucks and I didn't hear from him. And then we got weird and then things got weirder. And then you get to the point where you don't know what's really happening. And, and I didn't know where he was at or where I was at. And then I, I, this was the fucking thing, man. You know, your life should never be at a point, if possible, where you see somebody that you were friends with out in the world and you avert your face and hope that you don't see him, that he don't see you, you don't see him or her or whoever, that you don't want to, you don't want to deal. I mean, life's too fucking short to have that shit out in the world when sometimes, you know, all it takes, all it takes is just to, you know, sit down and face the fire. You know, what's up? What is up? Where are we at? How can we make this right? So that happened, man. A couple of weeks ago, I saw him and I was like, oh God, and he didn't see me and I was relieved. But right after that, I'm like, this is bullshit. You know, I didn't get sober to have fucking weird bullshit out in the world with people. And as often as I talk to people here, you know, face to face, I don't always know these people. And a lot of times when I work through problems here, they're one-time things that just, you know, kind of stick in my craw or stick in their craw and they become like a, a a a dark dark pearl of resentment nothing shiny about the dark pearls of resentment that kind of stick there under the the fine emotional membrane of your of your heart and over time you know the, the you know the membrane just keeps rubbing on it and it just takes on this weird kind of sucking luster uh, the black pearl of resentment the problem was that, uh, you know, there was unresolved business between me and my buddy, and I said, what the fuck is up, which is not the best way, that's not a great opening salvo to what should be an apology or a resolution, but uh, I was like, you know, I was defensive. So I was prickly, and he was prickly, and we went back and forth, and it didn't seem like we were going to get closure, and then it was finally like, fuck it, dude. Let's get in it, man. Let's just fucking have coffee and deal with this shit. It was really simple. It was fucking just misunderstandings, misunderstanding and assumptions. You know, he thought I was mad that he wasn't paying me back a few bucks. And I thought, you know, you know, he was, you know, uh, ignoring me because he didn't want to. And then there was other shit involved. There were just layers of shit. And all that got compounded by the fact that neither one of us were talking to each other over a meaningless sum of money. And it just was fucking stupid. And then when we got together within minutes, it was like, oh, fuck. What a relief. And then we kind of went point for point and worked through shit. And, you know, we hugged it out. And, uh, you know, we're back on track. We're friends again. And it was like my entire life became better. Yeah, some things they just, you don't realize. They take precedent, you know, over, you know, how you're looking at your world. They 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 buckle and, and constrict your perception because it's unresolved and it's hurting your fucking heart. Fucking clear that shit up if you can, because now we're good. And, you know, it's just it wasn't that hard because we both thought things that were untrue. You know, you make these decisions in your mind about people. I do it all the fucking time. Ninety nine percent of the time when someone comes into this garage just to talk, I have an idea of who they are. And I'm always amazed because it's always never that idea. And it's always much more. 
And a lot of times when you got a beef with somebody, you've made a decision to sort of just fuel your goddamn contempt or your resentment or your judgment. And the decision is based on nothing other than your own fucking anger. Got no bearing on reality. There is a reality there. It may be, it may have started with something, but what blossoms from that is just bullshit. It's just malignant imagination, you know, running away with you, and that will ruin your entire fucking day or week or life. Okay, so uh, been exercising, been doing what I got to do to try to uh, have a good uh, last part of my life. <laughs> I don't, that sounds dark. I, it's just funny. Yeah, how we push ourselves and how in our mind and I, you know, I've talked about this on stage before to some degree, just that, you know, I don't really sense that I'm getting older. I don't really sense in a real way. I, I still think that I'm in the best shape I've ever been in and I might be, but I was in Phoenix a few days ago, as I told you, and I, you know, me and Ryan hiked up Camelback, you know, it's a hundred, you know, 105 degrees out. You can't, you got to go up there before like seven in the morning. And, uh, you know, I've done it many times before because I've been to Phoenix. My, my first wife was from there. My brother lives there. But Camelback Mountain's a nice little hike. It's about an hour up, about an hour down. But it's, uh, you go up and you get, you know, and, and it gets scary because people have, have been dropping dead up there and they actually closed a mountain because there was three or four cases of extreme heat stroke. I had water and we got lucky. It wasn't that hot out. But, you know, I, I'm a 52-year-old dude. And I'm fucking, you know, climbing up this mountain. I got to stop because yeah, a couple of times because my heart was pounding out of my chest and it was hot and uh, the sweat started to come. And, uh, you know, we made it. You know, Ryan and I made it up. My brother made it up. His stepdaughter, uh, Brooke, made it up. And, uh, you know, there we were and I'm, I'm heading down. And, you know, you start to you start to realize your your age and you start to say like you know i got i gotta be a little more careful and you know because we're we just think we can do things and there's just this weird beautiful gross buddha moment where you know i saw a dude i'm coming down i saw a dude with some other dudes he looked like it was about my age and he was on his knees on the ground puking his guts out and this was me i'm not even halfway up the hill i felt bad for him i hope he was all right but the other dudes were like, come on, let's just go back down. He's like, no, no, no. He gets up. He wipes his mouth. I'm all right. It's just all that fucking fish oil I've been taking in the morning. So <laughs> I don't know why to me that was revelatory, but it's just that, you know, this weird, you know, desperate place we get at a certain age where you're like, man, I got to take these vitamins. I got to get that exercise in. I got to, you know, you just, you, you, your whole life is built around maintaining these performance levels or staying healthy and, there he was, couldn't even make a quarter up the hill and he's puking up vitamins. I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know if it means anything, but to me it stood out as sort of like, uh, hey, hey man, maybe we should take it easy. Just, you know, let's not go too hard, man. We, we've made it this far. Let's not hurt ourselves trying to be 25 or trying to think that, you know, you know we have to do this thing out of pride, you know, this exercise is pushing ourselves to the limit maybe it's time to just stay in shape the best we can without hurting ourselves and enjoy fucking life and not throw up fish oil vitamins a quarter of the way up a mountain maybe that's it 
Not judging that guy. I related to him. So, uh, Guatemala. All right, he's got he's got a bunch of shows here. This, uh, as I told you before, he's a French comic, internationally huge. And I, I didn't know him until I met him here at uh, at Largo, and I and I, I I he charmed me, and I liked him, and I was curious about his uh, his journey to uh, to do an act in English as a French speaker, and and I got a lot more. I, I really uh, had a nice conversation with the guy. He's got about he's got like eight big shows here in the U.S. and Canada, starting next week in Boston. He'll be here in L.A. on September 9th. You can go to his website, gadamala.com. That's G-A-D-E-L-M-A-L-E-H.com for tour dates and tickets. And this is me and God, uh, you know, having a good time, having a nice talk. He's a, he's a charming, funny guy, and uh, he's a Moroccan Jew. Never met a Moroccan Jubie. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school, or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature, and now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Foxed Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Foxed Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcasts for God El Male uh-huh. El Male E-L-M-A-L-E-H El Male El Male You know what Every night the hosts in, in clubs they come in panic I'm sorry how you pronounce it yeah. I don't know what's your first name what's your last name It's you a know? problem you know because like we're not used to the strange names here Yeah strange yeah <laughs> uh, uh, yeah but when Trump is going to be president, you're going to get used Even to it. less of you. Yeah. No, no, more, more, more. Oh, yeah? We have a plan. Oh, you do? <laughs> Good. But I saw you, uh, I saw you at Largo. You know, you, you know the, you've, got, uh, you've got friends in the uh, American comedy world, Gottfried, bothering me. <laughs> you got to get Gad on. You got to get Gad on. I'm like, I don't know who this guy is. Gad. Gadfried. Gad. Gadfried. <laughs> So then, uh, you know, I, I do a little research, and I'm I, I, it's very fragmented, the <laughs> research I do. You know, I'm like, who is this guy? And he's like, well, you know, Jerry's his friend, and you brought him over. And I'm like, what, what do you mean Jerry brought him over? Seinfeld brought him over. The like, fuck I was does adop- that like I was adopted. Like, yeah, right? like, yeah, it's like he, he decides. Needs- <laughs> well, I knew what happened. You know, this happens occasionally. You know, big uh, big stars here, they, they go around the world. And all of a sudden, they're like, "Oh my God!" You know, there's uh, there's 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 whole popular people that I know nothing about. <laughs> yeah, and he seems to be he seems to be a, a professional of some kind. Maybe he'd enjoy America. But you were here before? No, no, I just started to do stand up in English. But this, you know what? This happens. I, I I talk about that in my show. But this happens really often. Sometimes I'm with some American friends and. French people, they recognize me, you know, right on the streets in a bar, and yeah. they freak out because uh-huh. French people get so excited, and it's good for girls, you know. Yeah, sure, but well, they're excited to see you because they know you. I mean, that's happened. You know, we know we 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 have Russell Peters, who none of us know, 
as an American star, but all we hear about is Russell Peters. Like everywhere else in the world, yeah. he's the biggest comedian. But in not the world. here, also here. No, I think yeah, people know him. They know him, but not like that. They don't know me at all. At all. Well, they, you speak they can't even say my name. But that, right, because now you like you, well, you know, there's a there's a language barrier. No, I, not anymore. I, but this is new, is what I'm saying. It's yeah, new. because I worked so hard uh, to to learn English. Well, I, I saw that, and I like it was interesting when I saw you at Largo because I I know that you're now you know in uh, internationally you speak French because in other countries people speak more than one language. Yeah, like especially in France, but you go other places. You're big in uh, other places, yeah. correct? Yeah, in Europe and North Africa and Middle East. North Africa now you used to do because French. I was born in Morocco, raised in Morocco, but it's still French. Your first language is Arabic, obviously Moroccan Arabic. Because you speak Moroccan Arabic. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You say that like, you know, of course we speak okay, nine, I, I grew up nine there. languages. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I grew up there, you know, and I, and because I grew up in, in a Jewish uh, Moroccan family, I also speak Hebrew. Uh, so you speak Hebrew? Yeah, Arabic. Arabic, French, now English. English, English was the last, and the Itali final frontier. <laughs> Italian, a little Italian, yeah. But a little Italian because it's also a romantic language and there's some similarities. You got it. And But the Arabic and English, uh, Arabic and Hebrew, I imagine, some similarities? Very similar, uh -huh. very similar. So once you get the knack for that, if you got the brain that was uh, wired that way when you were a kid, you kind of pick that shit up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But English but is the hardest one, right? English is hard. You have no idea. I, I can't imagine. It's I barely hard. speak. I don't speak it well. And it's, <laughs> you, can, I know. I have I a hard time with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what a lot of things mean. I'm I use word, words wrong. It's ridiculous. I mean, expressions, I, you know, and sometimes you guys have things that you think are so logic and normal for us. We learn, okay, this weekend I was talking to a girl by text. She, I said, let's go for dinner. She yeah. said, I'm down. Yeah. I swear, Mark, I like, swear well, she matter? was depressed. I'm like, well, okay, so let's do that uh, some other, I don't know, another day. She said, no, why? I said, if you're down, I, I respect, uh, yeah. I'll wait. Yeah. I said, no, no, I'm totally, I mean, I'm, I swear, she yeah. said, I'm totally, I mean, I'm totally up I'm, I'm for up. it. Yeah. So now yeah. you think you've got a depressed girl that's going to be fighting her depression <laughs> that you're going to hang out yeah, with. Yeah, I don't want to hang out with a depressed girl <laughs> who's totally down for it. <laughs> Well, you said something else in the act too about that the I'm good thing, which is very funny. It had a oh, nice, yeah. uh, nice long English bit with a callback. It was very good. It was uh, yeah. impressive. Uh, <laughs> the uh, you're excited about the word fuss. I mean, I I understood all that, but I found myself watching you thinking like, I do I just see this guy in French because I bet you it's just like crazy, like just because when I saw you get animated, I'm like, well, that's he does a big act somewhere. Because like American stand-up is sort of specific, and yeah. you know, and you're doing you're dealing with the language and you're dealing with the timing, and it's going very well. But it seems like that you're a lot more mobile, you know, uh, in, other, in, in France, in yeah, Europe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. You got it. It's right. But let's see, let's <laughs> talk about the like how one comes up in comedy coming from Morocco. See, I'd like to go to Morocco. You should go. I should take you to Morocco. But is it okay? And by the way, the Morocco. Is it okay? My parents are, everyone's very afraid. They, they're like, no, don't, it's, don't it's, travel now. Come you on, can't travel it's safe, now. It's safer than some places in Europe. Come yeah. On. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. They really protect people who come visit and, and by the way, the the the, the stand-up scene in Morocco is getting very, very... Uh, Isn't that uh, what, good? Good, great. What do you mean? 
People do comedy all around the world. Now That's relatively new. No. That's re- yes. No. Come on. Comedy has been, you know. Stand up or, or some sort of weird. Ah, <laughs> see, different. Sure. Yeah, there, there's been funny things. I know, guys. You have this idea of us in Europe and Maghreb and North Africa doing comedy with, I don't know, props. Not and, props. And just very broad. Birds. And broad. Jerry always make fun of me. He said, oh, I'm sure you do some mime things with a rope uh-huh. and you bring someone. Imagine. No, I don't. I don't think that. No. But I, I think that there is a, a physicality. No, you're right. To, to in other countries that is different. You know, you, you know, American stand up is sort of a thinky individual, you know, kind of like singular person. Yeah, but I like it. I like to mix those those two things. Well, really. you're, you're just because a, the only dry standing up, telling jokes, very serious, very. Yeah. Yeah, it's not my thing, and and only moving around and dancing and doing a, a body language yeah. thing is not my thing. Like, yeah, I, I just know that in Montreal they have a you know for two weeks they have the French yeah comedy thing, and I'm like, what is that? It's just a lot of people going, you know, walking around with their hands up, making funny faces. You know what I'm like? I want, a, I want you to come to Paris and say that. I'll, I'm going to take you. Well, They're going to hate you forever. I want to take you. Am I wrong? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm judging. Maybe I was being a little. No. Okay. By the way, because no, now the per, it's a funny example. Yeah. For a bit, I, I think you could do that as a bit. That would be a funny bit. Maybe you already have it in your act, but. If you take the very specific Montreal, Quebec example, they do stand-up in French that looks really, really like English stand-up. They're North American. Right. Only the language right. changes. Right. We, in France, do something more theatrical, yeah. right? Very act out. Yeah. And the body language. Yeah, and the I like music it. Yeah. And the, oh, music. Uh, the yeah. lights. Well, let's go back to your childhood. So, Because what I learned and what made me uh, interested in talking to you is that I found that backstage at Largo, when we were talking, that you're just this insecure Jewish guy from Morocco who speaks French. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, I understand that. Like, <laughs> That's a good start for comedy, no? <laughs> yeah, it is, but I didn't know that. When I first saw you in New York, I'm like, who the hell does this guy think he is? Mr. Suave. And then like, I was like, I talked to you for five minutes. I'm like, oh, he's a comedian. The guy's just a comedian, a Jewish comedian like me. That's funny because that's the, when I heard about you and uh, I meet you today, yeah. it's the opposite. Uh-huh. All what I thought before is true. Oh, yeah? Was yeah. That, which is good I or bad? I don't know, the lonely man, the garage yeah. thing, the yeah. crazy, yeah. everything. That's it's true. It's, it's true. Uh, Someone <laughs> told you otherwise? No surprise. I, <laughs> they talk about it in France oh, also. Oh, really? Yeah. This? They talk about this? Yeah. Oh, good. But, like, how do you, like, I don't understand. See, like, it's new to me that I know there are Persian Jews, I know there are Iraqi Jews, and now I know there are... What Moroccan. is Iraqi Jews? Iraqi. Oh, Iraqi. Iraqi. Yeah. I heard Iraqi. Uh, uh, they're, you know, Moroccan Jews. Like, that community seems to, like, I don't, you know, all I understand from my life experience is sort of middle-class Jewish shit. Like, you know, so, you know, American <laughs> middle-class Jew stuff. You yeah. know, third generation, second generation, it's American. But this fascinates me. So, because you did an impression, it's funny because you did an impression of your Jewish mother on stage in English that was a little different than the totally classic, different. classic Jewish mother here, totally. but, but the French understood it. Yeah. There's a French Jewish mother, apparently. But this is a new perspective that I want to bring here. Yeah. Because Sephardic Jew, which uh-huh. is so different than Ashkenaz, and in Morocco, obviously, we're Sephardic. Mm-hmm. Sephardic. Which means Arabic-based. Kind well, of. I mean, the word the word Sephardic in Hebrew means Spain because right. Sephardics are from a, 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 a Spain, obviously, mm-hmm. and they were um, 
kicked out by yeah. uh, Isabel de Catholic. Sure, during the uh, the big thing. In- Inquisition. In- yeah, Inquisition, yeah. yeah. So Sephardic Jews is it's it's a it's a great story. It's a great uh, history between the two communities. By the way, it's one of the only place on earth where two people, uh, Muslims and Jews, uh-huh. uh, li- lived in in really good uh, harmony for decades. You where know? in Spain? In, no, no, in in, in, in Morocco, oh, yeah, in Morocco. Casablanca. Oh, yeah. They had the the Jewish um, uh, neighborhood. Uh-huh. It was very very like a peace, you know. Yeah. Um, now you brought something interesting because the cliche that you guys have and use in the American comedy of the Jewish mother yeah. has nothing to do with our Jewish mother, right. which is so. I mean, the Jewish mother here in America is not sexy. Uh huh. Our Jewish mother. I haven't met my mom. She's very, very <laughs> sexy. I have a very specific. Like I did relate to the experiences. Like I almost bought you a cookie. That bit. yeah, but selfish. Like right, she, selfish. There you go. A little so, selfish. Oh right? no, that's that that travels. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Completely <laughs> like selfish. It's my thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. And if I do something good for you, yeah, it's because uh, it's me. It's you know? for me. It's for me. <laughs> look what you know. Look, look how great I am. I did the good thing for you. Like my my mother <laughs> with my son, the yeah. little one. Yeah. If there's no audience, yeah. family, friends, she would be okay with my little one, no problem. Mm-hmm. But as soon as there are people, yeah, like friends, yeah, and then she puts on a show. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, the yeah. best grandma, right? But alone, ever. she's a little selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. When well, they I, leave the house, it's like okay, I'm I'm tired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my my mom's a, a little more like that. I guess the classic Jewish mother stereotype here is the overbearing, smothering. Uh, you know, eat some more. You know, no, no. My she mom doesn't cook. No. My mother doesn't cook. Mine neither. She barely Real, eats. They should meet. <laughs> they should. <laughs> Completely vain and uh, and uh, like worried about her looks and uh, yeah. and but doesn't eat much. Terrible cook. You know what she did? She did something crazy. My sister was uh, traumatized. The day of my w- sister's wedding, mm-hmm. my my sister was uh, getting ready in the hotel room. Yeah. So my mom, she knocked at the door. <laughs> my sister opened the door, and my mom looked at my sister and asked her, "How do I look?" Yeah. <laughs> my sister was traumatized. Really, she talks about it every week. It's all about your mother. Yeah. It's yeah. The, the the wedding day. Yeah. Then she divorced. <laughs> Did she? The sister? Yeah. Not because of that. Yeah. But, you know. But your parents are still together. Yeah, fifty years. Uh huh. I would not like to be with someone for fifty years. How about your mother? <laughs> you stuck with her. She said, "She said a great line last summer, very cute." I took them to Capri mm-hmm. um, in Italy. Now I feel I have to explain. You know, yeah, it's a, it's is the beach, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's the sea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the ocean, flip flops, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> I see romanticism, and Mark sees flip flops. No, no, it's, be- it's beautiful. Everything, it's, everything in Europe is beautiful. Everything. It's all, yeah. It's so all I take beautiful. them to Capri, you know. And we have this big party with all the family and the grandkids and the kids and everyone. We're in a club dancing and mm-hmm. she looks at me and she said, you know what? Um, only for this moment that I'm having right now with you, it was worth to stay 50 years with this man. <laughs> and I think... <laughs> they get an understanding. You know, they, they get a, a, a pattern. You know, yeah. these, these these married couples that you think are they're crazy. They're both crazy, but somehow or another... They know. They, they, they yeah. talk a lot about this or that, but they, they're still together. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, so how many people in this family of yours? You got a sister. Three, three kids. My my sister is a writer in France. She yeah. works for uh, TV. Uh-huh. 
My younger brother is an actor, a um, pretty serious actor. Oh, yeah? In theater and plays. All all, uh, all, uh, all arts. And yeah, my yeah. father was a mime. Really? Which is... A Moroccan mime? <laughs> I mean, this is funny. But is he? Was he really? Even... Oh, I swear. Even, because you know you're French, Even that right? phrase. Even that phrase. My father was a mime is a funny one. <laughs> If you add my father was a mime in Morocco, uh -huh. it's even funnier. But like here you were like, you know, like poo-pooing the idea that like <laughs> we have this weird judgment of French comedy. Like Jerry saying, do you do the rope? Do you do the wind? Are you in a box? And then with all sincerity, you tell me your father's a mime. And like, we're the assholes? You think we're going like, it's obviously a job in show business that people do there. <laughs> you know, no, no one ever in America goes like, I'm going to go into mime. But clearly- it's something that happens over there. It's not some weird stereotype. Marcel Marceau. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of Marcel Marceau? Of course. He's the one guy. He's the one guy who teached to uh, Michael Jackson how to moonwalk. He did? Yeah. Oh. And my father was a big fan of Marcel Marceau. Yeah. And uh, he was a mime. He did that as a hobby, right? Like yeah. in private things, as a hobby. clubs, hobby. Not hobby. a professional mime. Nah, he, how could he be a professional mime in Morocco? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know the landscape there. I don't know what a night out is in Morocco. And I first time, uh, first time I went on stage in my life was yeah. with my father. I was presenting his um, his routine, you know, with the with the board and doing. The oh, you're the guy that walked out that with that said, uh, uh, no, uh, no, no, the wind, no talking, but just written mime. on it. Yeah. written on it. <laughs> Did you, uh, what kind of outfit? Two men in a restaurant yeah. uh, want to kill each other. I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Got it. So so that was your first experience in show business, carrying signs for your father so yeah. people would have some context yeah. uh, for what he, he was about yeah, to do. Yeah, he would have. Some comedians should put that sometimes mm -hmm. before a joke. <laughs> so you know at the beginning? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't take 10 the setup, minutes. Yeah. yeah, the setup. Yeah. Just yeah. quick setup, please. Yeah. Get Just to a, the point. Right, or a segue. You know. Segue. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But but that's interesting to me. So, you know, he loved Marcel Marceau. So I guess mine was actually very popular. And I think that Marcel Marceau popularized it, like obviously over there. And I got, what is the, so, so but he didn't do it professionally. No, it was, you know. A he, hobby. I think he, he, he would have loved to be a professional mime, but it was hard. You was know? he good he, at it? Yeah, very good. Yeah, he was the only one. <laughs> The only one in Morocco? Yeah. He had I the mean, market cornered. I mean- Looking for a mime? There was not another mime. He was the mime. Mm -hmm. The mime of Morocco. Now we have a very important uh, comedy festival in Marrakech. Mm -hmm. um, it's funny, I was just talking to this- Did you play it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because you're the you're uh, the guy. Yeah, you made it out. Yeah, yeah. of course. They're proud, you know. What and do they do? What what, what kind? What they, kind? They, they bring all the French yeah. comedians, uh -huh. because obviously everyone talks French right. in Morocco because uh, Morocco was uh, colonized by France, right. you know. Right. And um, also they bring Moroccan comedians, obviously, and Jamel Debbouze, who is the biggest comedian. In, he's Moroccan, but he's maybe the second biggest comedian in France. Really? What's his name? Jam Jamel mm -hmm. de Bouze. I think I've seen him. Yeah. I was talking this morning about what I was going to do here, and he says, but podcast, we don't have this in France. Mm -hmm. We don't care about podcast. I think he, probably, he might. I guess not. Well, you don't care about a lot of things, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about that that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny, though, like the way you characterize, like I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, by doing your act in English, you know, you're speaking to, uh, there was a, like, a, I guess probably about a third of the audience were French people living here. 
And, you know, by choosing to do it in English, you kind of make it a more personal experience for people who are French who live here because you're talking about being French, learning English, and dealing with America. Yeah. As opposed to just come out and do the French act, that would have made them all happy. But I think you spoke directly to their experience as expatriates, right? That's a very good point because it's true. Uh, obviously, I do the show in English, and a lot of Americans are in the room. But yeah. the expats, as you say, uh, relate really strongly to the frustration right. they they feel with Americans right. and how with the language and some habits. And yeah, yeah, you're right. I do this because it's a mixed crowd. But when I go to like where we met yeah. at the cellar, for example, yeah. in, in yeah. New York City, I do only bits that could be understood uh, right. only by Americans, obviously. And I that's a pretty international club in a weird way. It oh, used yeah. to be oh, more yeah. so. It, you know, like they get a lot of people from all over. Oh, yeah, okay. I, feel, I feel so. I, I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I saw comedians from South Africa, from Europe, from yeah. Middle East. Um, yeah. And it, it's great. It's great. So when you started out in, in, in Morocco, yeah. you're just a Jewish kid from Morocco. And you got, obviously, parents that are very supportive of of doing the arts. Yeah. They encourage it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is your father's business outside of doing a mime? As uh, nothing special. He worked here and there as an employee in many things, in uh-huh. restaurants, real estate, whatever. He was just trying to- Hustler. To, you know, to yeah. what? How do you call it? A hustler. Making his meat. Yeah. 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 A lot of different things. Hustler. Yeah. It's a store hey, on Sunset. Right. That's But that's the, the, the yeah, the skin mag. The, the That's a dirty mag. It's dirty. It's a- Hustler Industries was built on Hustler Magazine, which was pussies and, you know, and tits. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my father was not working no, no. in that. No, no. And Hustler is also a, uh, as a slang for oh, to a, hustle. a male prostitute. But but somebody <laughs> who... But, We're going to get to my yeah, real no, father's No, but job. like a guy who's like, you know, he does a lot of things and he's just, you know, he's just, yeah. you know, he's fi- figuring out the angle, you know, to make exactly. some money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That he, figured, he tries yeah. at the end right. of the month. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And to bring food for the family. Right. That's it. So that's that. That's a fine way to use it. But I'd be careful using it in conversation. No, I won't. No, you know, I understand. Like, yeah, because if you were just with your broken English to say my dad was a hustler, they'd be like, "Really? That sounds sad." You know. So he had a he was a male prostitute, and you're like, "No, no, 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 no." no, no, no. Like yeah, the other yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all right. So you grow up in this environment. But like I know from uh, being an American comic, you know, we we you know stand up comedy is you know, part of the fabric of our entertainment industry and it's very specific and you, there's a, a sort of a, a way to go about it. Like, I like Richard Pryor, I like Woody Allen, whatever you go. How do I do that? And then some people figure it out and now it's a little easier to figure it out. But as a kid in Morocco, you know, what, what inspires you to do this thing? That's funny because I, I have the same um, um, models, I would say, when you talk yeah, about- Role models, <clears throat> yeah. Role models, mm-hmm. um, Woody Allen mm-hmm. and, and, and Richard Pryor and- even the more recently, Jerry Seinfeld and you're seeing these guys. Yeah, when you're younger, uh, not younger because I I didn't speak uh, English, but I you know I've seen uh, French comics, Moroccan when comics young. when I was young, like on TV. So we didn't have because in Morocco when I was young we had just one channel. <laughs> No, it's true. So, as an American, you're like, oh my god, how did you survive? How did it do? Yeah, yeah. We one had channel, one channel, uh-huh. and didn't work during the day. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm not kidding. It's I believe like, you. I'm we would a... come back from school, yeah. do the homework, blah blah blah, blah mm-hmm. on only the weekends, mm-hmm. and we would watch uh, Dallas, the mm-hmm. series, right? Dallas with yeah. the yeah. the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, South yeah. Fork Ranch, sure. Bobby Ewing, sure, yeah. By the way, they would cut all the scenes where they kiss or touch or whatever. So Dallas in Morocco was taking place basically in an office all the time. 
<laughs> yeah. No drinking. No. Yeah, yeah. You, Jr. Right. You know when Jr. Yeah. had the, his bottle. Yeah. He would go toward the bottle, cut, boom, he's in the office. And that was why, religious but, reasons? No, really, like his son, uh, little censored, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so For what reason, the white censor? Uh, you know, the, 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 the kiss, oh, and yeah. the, you know, like, mm -hmm. uh, so it was really funny, you know, yeah. just to, but I didn't know that, you right, know? Right, sure, you just thought that these people. I thought it was, they were working really hard. <laughs> And, and never get to the, the, the glass of the... <laughs> and never kiss anybody. And never yeah. kiss anybody. No, no one sleeps with each so other. So then we didn't understand why they would fight, you know, yeah, yeah, because right. they don't see when they kiss and they... <laughs> it was really interesting. But the business part of it was really, really yeah. strong, yeah, intense, the, you yeah. know? It was oil, right? It was oil. So we were... <laughs> <laughs> all about oil. We were yeah, yeah, yeah. focused on. It yeah. was a serial about oil. Yeah, only That's oil. It. That's and it. horses and people that that never quite made it to the drink ne or the bedroom. <laughs> never <laughs> and the horses. They yeah. would ride horses and do business. <laughs> So you didn't really get the full Clean. experience. The yeah. cleanest <laughs> Siri on earth. That was maybe a little uh, peculiar because it didn't quite make sense. Right? Yeah, and it was on Friday. Right. So it's a whole, you know, it's um, all messed up because Friday was Shabbat also. Yeah. In Morocco. You live uh, religious? No, but tradition, we would do Shabbat at home and, you know. Um, was it a Jewish neighborhood, a Jewish community, no, a Jewish area? No. There's a work? Jewish community who get really along, as I told you, with, with the Muslims. Yeah. And, you know, they know about Jewish community. We know about Muslims. And um, we had a re really, really great relationship. So, so you watch him in Dallas, and yeah, then Dallas, what and one you know station. What? So the 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 channel would the TV would start around I think six p.m. Yeah. not before, right? And then something happened crazy. I was maybe twelve, and they. A private second channel came uh, and wow, like it was a, like the revolution. Like cable, cable, not uh, cable, but uh, the second one, private, yeah, right? New, but we had those private as opposed to what state, like or as opposed to like uh, the, uh, 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 like the, uh, one channel was run by the government, or, yeah, and okay. the other one was, was more uh, an entrepreneur, like some guy exactly, started a TV exactly, channel, okay. Yeah. But we would uh, uh, watch uh, French shows, mm -hmm. obviously, entertainment show, mm -hmm. talk shows uh, mm -hmm. from France on a, a, a cassette. Um, uh, video cassette? Video cassette, yeah. like all video cassette from France, right? right. So family who yeah. moved to France many years before would send us by someone the talk show of this famous, I don't know, host and, and some comedians yeah. were on the, on the show. But because, you know, it was rare, you know, we would get one cassette every every two months. <laughs> and they'd be dated, old old stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Old material, mm. but also I would watch and watch and watch the cassette every night. With the comedian. After school, because with comedians. So this guy, Thierry Le Luron, big French comedian, he would do only impressions yeah. of poli politicians yeah. and artists and performers, singers. I was amazed by that. I was really impressed. So I was watching this and the first movie I've seen... I was maybe six year old in the cinema with my father was the kid, Charlie Chaplin. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people would sm smoke yeah. in the, in this, in in, the, movie, theater. In the yeah. movie theater and no kids. I was there yeah. with my father and I saw the kid. Yeah. It was a shock. Oh, Jackie shock. Cooper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the little kid. Big shock. Yeah. Why was it a shock? Because I wanted to be that kid. Oh, yeah. And... It was it was great. And you wanted to be in the movies. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to be in a movie. You know what they used to do in in movie theaters in Morocco? They would take the film. Yeah, 
and the a guy with a bike yeah. would go and deliver the the the, the film, real yeah the, the, how you call the it the real the real yeah. to another movie theater yeah. yeah and one day I was in a movie theater yeah. and we were waiting for the film yeah. and the guy said he come on the set he said I'm sorry the guy with the real real yeah. he yeah. fell <laughs> with <laughs> yeah with the, the bike movie. yeah the movie so we just fixing now yeah. everything <laughs> So you had to wait. You had to wait. wait. Yeah. And we're going to bring, don't worry. We're yeah. going to bring that. Is that how you saw movies when you were a kid? Do you go to these theaters? Well, I they... go. I went, well, not a lot because, you know, we didn't have um, um, enough money to go all the time. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I, well, I'm how now old? Yeah. 45. I just turned 45. So you really like, so in a way, it seems uh, just in, in relative to, to what we're used to entertainment wise, a little bit primitive. Oh, totally. And, and it's not that long ago. No, totally. And then I moved to, to, to Canada. I stayed four years in Quebec, in Montreal. What, for school? School, yeah. I studied a but little so bit. You, so your experience as a kid, so you liked the Charlie Chaplin movie and you liked this French impressionist. So, But you know, as a child, you, you did not see Woody Allen movie. You didn't see... No. I discovered Woody Allen. I was maybe... Yeah, yeah, I was fifteen, sixteen. You know, yeah, yeah. But yeah. You, so you saw it. So, but but you know, you wanted to be an entertainer. Yeah, and at this time, more you, than an actor, right? But you like the comedians. Oh yeah, because they, A they lot. yeah, because they, it was, it's a very specific job. You, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> you you got to make them laugh. You gotta, yeah, it's a very specific thing. And you got to get something from them right now. It's and not you, just right. And you can also be yourself to some degree. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, you can tell your story and you can be yourself, which is better than, you know... Pretending to be somebody. I did, I did movies in France. I did also some movies here in America. But uh, to be very honest, I, I, I get really... Sometimes I get bored. Yeah. I get... Uh, I You're waiting around a lot when you yeah, do TV I wait and I don't yeah. know. I don't want to play this guy named, I don't know, yeah. Frederick. He's yeah. a dentist. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe in that. He's just divorced and he has a dog. I don't like dogs and I have to deal with the dog. It doesn't sound like acting's your thing. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no. I like to kiss a very beautiful girl uh, and... yeah. Yeah, well, that's probably because it was denied to you by Dallas when you were a young kid. You're, you're like, I just want to. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, that's a good callback. You got it. Yeah. That, yeah. But so, what are you doing as a kid? You're are you playing instruments? Or you're, yeah. What do you play? I would play percussion and piano. Moroccan drums. Yeah, Moroccan drums called darbuka, but oh, also yeah? drums, guitar, and piano. Piano was my thing. I yeah. thought, okay, when I was a kid, I would play music every day, and I thought I was going to become a, a, a pianist. Oh yeah, like classical? No, jazz music. Oh yeah, I, I'm a very, very, very big uh, jazz fan. So was your dad into jazz? Where'd you start? No, he jazz? plays a little piano, but I was listening to jazz all the time like at who? home. Um, um, uh, back in the day was my father's stuff like Louis Armstrong oh, yeah. and uh, you know and Didi Bridgewater yeah, yeah. and uh, the singers more yeah. and then when I you know I traveled and I played and I went to concerts and travel I discovered the the other you know from <clears throat> Brad Meldo today to Chick Corea yeah. and uh, um, Ahmad Jamal and you like that stuff oh yeah yeah jazz music I'm yeah. A very, I love to go to festivals I love, I love jazz music this is the only 
thing that I can do all by myself. I could go to a jazz concert in a city. I don't know. I can fly there. Yeah. Jazz and comedy. Yeah. I can go see comedy, stand up. Yeah. Like when I land, New York, LA, whatever, yeah. Boston. Yeah. I go by myself. I need a beer. Yeah. And the time. Yeah. And watch some stand. Not even some money. Jazz. They 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 let me. Yeah. Get in for free. Yeah, because you're you're a I, guy. You're a comic. Yeah, you're a comic. Are you a comic? Yeah. Come on in. You want a soda? <laughs> yeah. Get your drink. <laughs> How much is? I don't know. You're a comic. Come I on. like that. Just sit back there. I you love know. it. Oh yeah, me too. So you I know the go. first time they gave me uh, money in a club mm-hmm. in New York, it's I felt something very very strange because obviously we make money by yeah. doing movies. Yeah. But I didn't feel what I felt. I mean, I didn't feel, when they wired me money for a movie. Yeah. I didn't feel what I felt. Right. When they pumped me those yeah, thirty yeah. bucks. Yeah. Here's the thirty bucks for I your ten minutes. It. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, and that was in New York. Yeah. But recently. Recently. Oh, but 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 you get paid to do big shows, but you got like a manager, and you get you you don't see the money until later. But just the the sort of like you just were up there. Here's yeah. your twenty dollars. Yeah, you're I mean, like I, I earned like, that. I, just I like it. that. Oh yeah, it's great. It'll be the first time you get paid in a comedy. The only club. thing is they make me sign something. I oh would, yeah, I would love to have just the money and and the handshake. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, it used signing, to be that way. It used to be that way. Then the clubs are sort of like, well, the tax people they need some I even proof. Need, and, maybe I even I would even even more prefer more like you know what i'll pay you tomorrow i can't tonight right. that would make it so real oh you should have started here that would have <laughs> happened a lot <laughs> you should have struggled here yeah yeah you do gigs and the guy you, you do a week and the guy's like yeah, i'm a little short this week <laughs> have a drink well yeah exactly it's we'll send me. you the check <laughs> there are guys that have stories about guys that didn't pay him 20 years ago oh my god so so how do you um start doing shows i mean do you start as a like it's interesting about jazz is jazz has a much bigger life in europe yeah that that you know that that's really where jazz uh lives as a popular medium like you know it just seems yeah, like a, a lot of jazz musicians end up spend a lot of time in france in like, hey, they, also, they get yeah. it here Saint Germain, the yeah. old, there's a whole uh, school if i may mm-hmm. say that yeah for jazz music but not for stand-up no, but we're so. What, what's the evolution of you as a performer? Where do you start performing? What do you start? So doing? I started to perform in um, a little bit in Montreal when I lived in Montreal. Were you going to college? Um, the college, yeah, I went to college in and, Montreal. Yeah, in uh-huh. Montreal, and I started to study at the University of Montreal, uh, political science. Mm-hmm. What was the plan? <laughs> Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> right there yeah yeah so they say that's yeah the, that's, you gotta tell your parents something that's you know, the right gotta, place yeah. yeah and i was watching those guys who you made fun of the but those guys are great because they're from montreal and they do comedy they do stand-up and i was watching them this in is, french yeah this is where i said oh wow they do stand-up comedy like my idols like Jerry Seinfeld and yeah. Chris Rock and this yeah. and that, but in French, I'm gonna bring that to Europe, to France. So then I moved to France. I went to the the acting school after after college. After college, and then you know I was 20 years old, and I really I quickly started to write some things. And we don't have clubs, yeah, in France. We yeah. have one now. What we didn't have back in the day, we didn't have clubs. So here you can work out the material 10 minutes by 10 minutes. No, there you had to have like one hour, one hour, 15, one hour, 30. They don't know you. You have to bring the family. You have to bring TV. You have to bring everyone. And you do an okay show. And then the show becomes, gets better by the time, you know. That's how it works in France? Yeah. But did you do- uh, But I prefer how it works here. Sure. Because if you have an hour or an hour, 30 minutes, it's only good stuff. 
that that's right you got to do it in sections and you you know yeah. you go out every night it's like going to the gym exactly. whereas in europe it's sort of you got to show up with the hour yeah and it, you know it's okay or it's if, it, if it's not great there, there's a little more they're a little more forgiving like you know i noticed that like even in like they're they'll give you a little more leeway oh yeah yeah like uh if you go to edinburgh do you go to edinburgh oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 so you I, know you see these performers they come every year with a new hour but it's not it's not punchline no, no it, it's sort of like wow this is it this is it? like yeah you know <laughs> I guess get, getting the laugh every 30, 40 seconds is not that important here, you know. Yeah. But there are some guys, like uh, some British comics, that are very uh, punchline efficient. But I notice that, you know, you show up with the show, there's different expectation. Yeah. They're in a kind of, a, this, that's an ambiance, right? Right. It's a whole... Right. When I go to the cellar, for example, again, the cellar. Right. Where we talked about the other night. Like, about the other like night. You and I have been doing stand-up. How long have you been doing it? 20, 20 years? 20, yeah, so 22. I've been doing like 25 years or more. And, but yet you go to that club and somehow you can do a set and you get off. You're like, holy, do I know how to do yeah. this? I, I, I was so good. happy when I heard you said that because <laughs> you're like, you know, you're who you are and you yeah. do stand-up for 25 years. And when you said that, I was like, oh, man, that's great to hear that. Like, oh, I can a, feel really really like ugh, like yeah. a beginner like right. a, what what I'm, i was doing i've been doing this for 20 years i think i bummed i just bummed and again because <laughs> the seller they they i mean this it's a very strange and radical i love it yeah. audience it's either you gotta laugh a real laugh yeah haha you yeah. feel it you yeah hear right it, or nothing. 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 Like, Not what? even the, how you say, heckle, uh, uh, a little huckle, huckle. A chuckle. Yeah, chuckle. Nothing. No. Yeah. We have chuckle in, yeah. in, in Europe. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, it's like, oh, I know what yeah, you want right. to say, Polite. but it's not yeah. funny. Yeah. No. In New York, at oh, the cellar. Oh, they'll just leave you hanging there. Ooh, There's nothing. No, all alone up there. No, no, no so friends that's why when, when I go there, when I go up, I'm like, I'm, I'm going with my strong bits, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. You got it with the cellar. It's not a workout room. No, that's yeah. what I told you last night. Like, when someone was telling me, are you trying new things tonight? No. <laughs> I'm doing old great things to look good and feel like I'm right. good. So when you go from Montreal and you get to France and you decide you're going to put together a show, yeah. So you get where do you get booked for something like that? Small theaters, okay. Uh, very small. Get a production, taking care of everything, going on tour. So so really, you know, when you go, it's not just sort of like you show up and do the set. You got to you got to get you got to book a theater. Yeah. You got to get a stage manager. Yeah. Got to get some producer and involved. And you stay there six months every night, like Holy five shit. nights, five nights a week. This is how we do it over there. And that's how you build your act. Yeah. And then TV guys come to see you, radio guys and media, and they get interested or not in your thing. In your so act. it's really more of a, it's more like a theater production. Oh, yeah, exactly. So what was the first show? What did it include? Now well, that you've watched your French, uh, the French comedy in Montreal, <laughs> so when you decide I'm going to- No, I was a little boo-boo-ba-ba in the beginning. There's nothing wrong with it. No, it's okay. The boo-boo-ba-ba. I'm, I'm sure you do a little bit of that now. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Sometimes. A little bit. You saw right. it in the show. I don't do it at the cellar. If you want to see me do the boo-boo-ba-ba- You got to see it in French. No, yeah, yeah. I won't do, I won't do the boo-boo-ba-ba like <laughs> at- <laughs> <laughs> at Carnegie Hall. No, no, right. no, no. I will do only sharp, efficient, radical, straight. But no, I'm strong. just saying that you like there. Like I have nothing against you know. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not being dismissive, but I'm just saying that the the actual theatricality. Yeah. Of of what I, I I notice in you know what I assume is you see it here too with Latino television and stuff that there is a broader performance but I would say style. L A L A co comics are more boo boo ba ba sometimes than, than New York. You know, there, there's a there's a variety. 
city, yeah, you got a little more room on the stage here. Mm. But, uh, but, but yeah, no, it depends who it is. But I'm just saying, generally speaking, the theatrical element yeah, of yeah. comedy uh, in French comedy is a big part of it. Yeah. It's just a tradition. It's not, you know, it's not like some bad thing. No, no, I understand that. I understand that. Um, and also, I think with Middle Eastern comedy, when I see like you know uh, Persian acts or, or people that that come from uh, an expressive, it's yeah. not it's not heady, it's, it's like, not thinky. You it's know. thinky, but it's also like uh, there's a guy I really like, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. I okay? love that guy. Yeah, Sebastian. He's very funny. He's yeah. hilarious. When he, I watch him, he's very physical. Oh no, no, he's very physical and it's very specific. But it's not boo boo baba. No, 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 no. It's a character. Character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he helps to. Yeah, you yeah. Know? He's got a very weird way about him. It's very uh, unique. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Where'd you see him? Uh, I saw him live uh, in Boston, mm -hmm. and I watch his stuff on the internet. I'm, 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 I really like his because he's an LA guy. He calls a comedy oh, yeah? store a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where he's at. He's a good guy. He's he is a very specific thing. Oh yeah, but it's his thing. Yeah, sometimes yeah. he does things. With, yeah, you yeah. Know, body language. Yeah, it's very funny. It's like yeah, it's very yeah, yeah. He does a thing, right? I like it, but but I think that you know, I, I guess generalizing the boo boo ba ba is that there is a and you did it in your show, yeah, they, and and it's just by virtue of where you come from. It's not it's not a a, a, a bad thing. I get it. It's yeah, just yeah. That, like you know, even when you say when you do the bit about when you ask a, a French person for directions, the, yeah. the, the singing thing that there is obviously a type of French character exactly. that's very familiar. Yeah, not unlike you know we have characters here. You got your New York character. You got your Southern character. You know, you got your, your, you know, your hippie character, yeah, whatever. It's always a question of uh, perspective, right? Right. For example, when we, if you bring, okay, when a comic goes on stage in France with holding a mic. Yeah. And if he has a wire. Yeah. We're going to be like, this guy has no money. Yeah. <laughs> the production is so poor. They, he has no manager. They, they, Look, they, still, they cannot uh, even afford a headset oh, or yeah. a love thing right. on his clothes. Poor guy, he's really struggling. <laughs> but here in America, I, I show up with the headset. You're like, little, who the fuck is this guy? Who's this guy? Is, is he a magician? Yeah. <laughs> what is he? Is he a Vegas Cirque du Soleil? Some I don't know. That's a relatively new thing. It's a new phenomenon. The 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 headset. It's within the last decade. Yeah. Like, but like, if I go on the road, I prefer a wire. I don't like wireless mics. They're too big. They don't fit in the thing right. You're always struggling to get them back in the goddamn holder. And the lavalier thing. They. I'm always worried about it. And I fucking. If I go on the road, I'm like, I want a fucking uh, 58, 58 with a wire. Yeah, the sure 58. Yeah, yeah. SM 58. Yeah. With but a wire. Why the wire? Because I want to feel like I'm connected to something. I don't like... And it, <laughs> I think that's the best conversation between comedians is about the microphone. No, I... I, I uh, 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 58 on a stick with a wire. That's what I want. I want a fucking stand like this thing yeah, here. Yeah, the, the, the stool, right? Uh, yeah, I, no, no, just a mic stand. I want a straight oh, the, stand. I a need straight stand. the strand with the round base. That's right. No, I need that. No, no... No, no, no. Music arm, or no. the tripod, the three. No. It. It's going to fuck no, no, you no. up. Oh, man. If I see a tripod no, thing... No, you can't. Oh, you, I, I don't go. Yeah, because you're going to wrestle with it. It's going <laughs> to cause you trouble. It's going to... It's, it's, at some <laughs> but point... But the wire, I don't get it. Why the wire? For me, the wire, like, it's it, it just that they haven't made a cordless mic that, that feels right to me because they're too fat and the clip is always fucked up it's like always getting it in and out of yeah. the clip is always a little more of a trouble than you just slide it in with the wire you just slide it in it's a nice little it's the right size and the fucking mic would know the one and then i don't Never trust it yeah yeah i don't trust it yeah i think it sounds weird I, but, but this is you know this is just the preference yeah but if you're gonna be moving around on the stage and doing, doing some boom, 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 boom. yeah <laughs> I get it. I get it. 
the boo boo ba ba thing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, need, you, got... uh, you need, you know, wireless maybe. I no, I get it. I get it. You're playing big rooms. You don't have to rub it in. You're no, playing big I, places. Yeah, big places. Yeah. Big okay, so places like, let's talk Europe, about that. And Middle East also. And, right. I don't know. Do you do the act in Hebrew? I did. I put some Hebrew stuff in my act when I played uh, my shows in theaters in Tel Aviv and Jerusalem in, yeah. in, in French. Yeah. Because there's a very big French community there, so yeah. I, I, I've done shows, and I put some Hebrew because I, I told you I speak Hebrew, um, and also uh, Europe, you know. But also, there's something interesting. I did a lot of shows. I started to do shows in America in French mm -hmm. for the French communities yeah. everywhere. Yeah, this is how I started. How many years ago? Well, like three years ago, and then I was putting here and there some English to try. Yeah. You know, and how'd and that then, go? It was, in the beginning, it was hard, and then, you know, I felt more confident, and now I do all in English, you know. I would I was not able to do what I'm doing right now with you today, yeah. two years ago. Right. I was studying English every day for two hours with a teacher. Yeah. This is very hard. Yeah, I, I imagine. But the first show, so you come from Montreal, you can do your six-month run to build the hour. What is that hour? So like, It's about my story, born, born in Morocco, and then going to the drama, the, the, the acting school, and I talk about the, the, the my first experiences on the It's theater. a one-man show. What, exactly. And is there it's music? no stand-up. Is there music? Music, one-man show. So you do, you play some piano? No, not that this. No, I play some guitar in the, on the second singing, show. Singing? Singing. Singing. Yeah, yeah. Impressions. Uh -huh. Totally boo-boo-ba-ba. -ba. <laughs> totally boo-boo-ba. -ba. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boo-boo-ba-ba -ba is... <laughs> <laughs> boo boo ba ba Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Arrête>, stop. <laughs> No, but <laughs> no, no, man. But it's still a one-man show, which is is I think the, the difference in you know American stand-up really integrating into Europe. That was the difference that that most of it uh, early on, like Edinburgh style. You know, you do an hour that has a theme, that has a story, and it's not you know it's not about jokes necessarily. It's about the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my second show. So that was my first show, one-man show. Yeah. Second show was more characters, and my third show. I was watching... Now, this is a year you put in these shows. You do a show, you're in that show for a year. No, for least. three years, for two years. <laughs> oh, yeah, I go yeah. on tour and I travel. And, and then I started to watch all those guys, and especially Jerry. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm connected. I This is what I want to do. My observations, it's always... I feel connected to this kind of, of writing and right. taking small things and making them big well that, that's because once you establish not unlike a lot of us do in a different way you know you you're comfortable with who you are on stage because you fucking talked about it so like you know you 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 now found where you live up there and yeah. now you have a point of view from telling your story now you want to take that point of view and apply it to the world and not to yourself that's it yeah exactly right like for example i do material now in america about oh <clears throat> i'm from france blah, 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 blah. yeah but i hope in one two years from now I will not talk anymore about, oh, because my French perspective, yeah, oh, yeah, how yeah. you say that word. Right. I just want to be a comedian. Right. Just a funny guy. Right. Oh, yeah, he's from France. I don't care. I just want to be a funny man. Right, right. Well, so you I are was, a funny man. Okay. You're already a funny man. All right. But you've taken on this- uh, have the, You give me the visa, right? You need a visa? For a funny man. Like, right. There's a stamp. Man. Boom. You're yeah, funny. Yeah, funny visa. Oh, you want to hear a very funny story, by the way. I mean, not funny, but strange. What? With Jerry Seinfeld yeah. that happened in Cannes. Yeah. In Cannes. In Cannes well, Film you, Festival. You were both at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah. So wait, before we get to the Jerry story, which I'll make note of because I'm a professional, is that... Uh, <laughs> but it, there's no assistant. There's no people with cards showing you what to do. No, no. Nothing. No, no. I'm, Just I'm, I'm, you I'm, and me. I'm, I'm riding the knobs right here with the levels. Oh. I'm watching your voice. This is how this works. So... 
So you did go to acting school, though? Yeah. For in, how in long? Paris, the whole thing? For, for two years. That was the they whole They gave time. me a scholarship, by the way. From the Montreal great. school? No, from the Paris school. Oh, you auditioned? I did a, audition, yeah. Yeah. And that was great because I worked for the whole summer in a hospital in, um, in Montreal to pay my school and everything. Mm-hmm. I got there and I do the audition at school and they give me the scholarship. So wow. I have extra money. Okay. And, and and what do you learn? You learn all the basics? Basics. Yeah. From Molière to Shakespeare and Alfred de Musset and, you know, Tennessee Williams and Eugene O'Neill and new guys and yeah. Israel Horowitz and, I, I, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, you did Indian Wants the Bronx? Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. I love this play. Okay, so you're doing all that. You're doing scenes, you're doing plays, you're doing, plays, you know. Plays, uh, some uh, little, you know, scenes from plays. Mostly comedy. I like comedy. So obviously those teachers are like, no, we're going to give you. But that was the template. That was the, that's how you thought. You thought when you entered your own show that you do a theatrical show. That makes sense. Yeah. But, okay. you know, I, I had no interest in, I don't know. I, I just wanted to be funny and do funny things and do my shows. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it helped, right? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. They offered me to do movies. So I did a lot of movies in France. You a did? A lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot Are of... you a star in the movies in France? I starred in movies. Yeah. Like a first lead role for in I don't know 20 movies oh really yeah yeah French movies you're a big star yeah this is why what what, yeah Boo Boo Baba yeah yeah no but the movies they're not Boo Boo Baba Uh, I know but they're they're painful romantic comedies painful man yeah I it's very hard to do movies I don't I don't want to do I did I did movies here in America small roles with very big directors it was great experiences you know with Woody Allen with Steven Spielberg and what'd you do with Woody Allen um, Midnight in Paris Oh yeah, yeah. So oh, I, was playing, I love that uh, movie. The detective at the end of the movie, very funny scenes. I gotta in go the, back and look. Castle yeah, and, yeah. And what'd you do with the uh, uh, Tintin? Uh huh. Yeah. Oh t- yeah, yeah, yeah. Tintin. Yeah. It was a great experience, you know. Here, um, I was also in a movie with uh, with uh, Adam Sandler and Al Pacino. Uh, <laughs> obviously, they gave me the French chef yeah. to play in Jack what and movie? Jill. Oh, Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill. Yeah. A crazy movie and. Uh, but I was, you know, I was happy to meet with Al Pacino and he came to see my show in New York at Joe's Pub. Uh-huh. Um, the new show? My, this show yeah. right now that I'm doing now. And I went to see his play. But I'm not, I think, I think movies are not for comedians. You know, our pacing, our way of thinking, our, it's, that's not for us. This is not the way we think and the way. Right, we, right. But it's just a thing. I respect, you, you know. Yeah, you can do it though. The thing is, is like if you separate it, this is not my thing. This is me playing this character. It's <sighs> a, exciting. I'm in the movies, but you're already tired of it. You do 20 movies, you know, in France. I've done and, that. Yeah. That's it. And you're, you know, you, so here's the, I guess here's where we're at now. And we'll get to the Jerry story is that, so you tour around the world. You're very successful. You probably live in a nice house. I met your son, so you have a couple of sets of kids, a couple yeah. of marriages. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and you're good. You're good. I mean, yeah. you're, you're a fucking star. Yeah. But there's some part of you that somewhere in you, you're like, oh, I've got a America. Yeah. I got... What the fuck is that about? The fuck is... <laughs> I think there's two things. There is the American thing, but there's also the personal and deep and very personal thing about challenging myself i say it as a joke in my show you do but because i make fun of americans about challenge yeah yeah you know passion project yeah yeah but it's not totally true that it's a joke because it's 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 great to step out of this you know to go out of this comfort zone to take a risk 
if I but make is there some part of your brain that that no matter how big your success is internationally that if you can't make it as a comedian in America oh, yeah. you haven't made it yeah oh really this is what I think <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> you create a hell of a challenge for yourself <laughs> yeah this is a big challenge by the way I yeah so <clears throat> so what is this Jerry story that's funny there's two stories about Jerry the first one is he made fun of me he used to make fun, fun of make fun of me like why why do you want to come here to America to do comedy where'd you meet him it's like uh, so in Cannes why is he in Cannes why are you in Cannes to Can? promote the B movie so oh, yeah. animation animated oh, movie okay, okay. he wrote and they produced with Steven Spielberg and yeah. he did the, the voice of this yeah. B thing there. Yeah. and then so th we were supposed to be on the same talk show. Yeah. So I'm, I'm invited on the show, and he's invited, and we're going to be on the same show. And the producer of the show says, okay, you're a big fan. Do you want to meet with him? I say, yes, of course. I want to meet with my, his, you know. Idol. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sitting there in a hotel room. It's a mess. It's a fuss. Yeah. It's uh, crazy. People yeah. running all around. The publicists and Americans oh, yeah. are loud. And big fuss. Big fuss. About Jerry. And then... Jerry walks into the room. There are like 12 people sitting there, yeah. me, my friends, blah, blah. Yeah. And I swear, and uh, I'm not making that up, and he said he was honest about that. He, he never saw me before. Yeah. So he point to me like that. Point yeah. at me or point to me? Yeah, uh, point at you. He point at, at yeah. me. Yeah. And he said, oh, you're the funny guy. Yeah. And he didn't know that. Never. So I said, what? Oh, you Googled me, I said. Yeah. He said, no, never. And I said, so how do you know I'm the funny guy? He said, because in a room, you know who's the funny guy. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? Because there's always one funny guy. There's yeah. not two, and you are the funny guy. Yeah. It's like when he said, I saw your material in French. It's yeah. good. I said, you don't speak French. He said, funny is funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's flattering, but... Yeah. So the story is one day we were sitting at the cellar and Jerry was. But what like, happened in Cannes? Did you guys talk? Did you hang yeah, out? Yeah, of course did we did the the show and then and then he he offered me to do this um, the French version of the B movie. So I made the French voice of B movie. I did also um, Despicable Me, right? Yeah. The Steve Carell movie. Yeah. Uh, I did it in France. Yeah. Uh, so then we, you know, I I go, I see his show on tour, and he comes to Paris, and you know, one day we organized something where he performed in English in Paris, and we become friends, you know. Um, and and he comes to see my shows in New York City, and um, and by the way, uh, when he offered me to open, I'm gonna open for him oh yeah and as a joke i said so you have to open for me too yeah he said yeah oh i said when he said thursday do you have a show on thursday i said sure so there's this guy who is supposed to open for me every night harrison greenbone yeah new york comic yeah i said harrison you're gonna do it but you're gonna do a two minute yeah. Warm up. Yeah. And you, you're going to bring up Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. He said, Is this a joke or what? No, no. Yeah. Because Jerry's going to open. And so then he said, Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Seinfeld. The audience thought it was like a joke. Right. They didn't even do yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What? And then we, and when he showed up, like, ah! right. Bananas, as you guys, as you guys said, right? They well, went bananas. Sure. Yeah. I like this expression. Okay. Yeah. So, and then I did my show. Well, how'd we, that go for you after Jerry? Bananas. Yeah? Oh, it was good. No. <laughs> no good. No, no, it was good. It was good. He made fun of me. Right. He said to the, to the crowd, oh, because he said to someone, how do you know how, 
where are you from? You're French. So the woman said, for, first of all, she said, no, I'm American. Yeah. So he says, so how, how did you hear about this guy? You, what? You just yeah. saw him on the top of the, the, the cabs because yeah. I had a whole yeah. ads on. And you said, oh, this guy is funny. Because and this is at Joe's Pub? Yeah. yeah. Because he's on the top of a, a New York cab. Yeah. She said, no, I read in the New York Times something about him. And he said, what did you read? <laughs> She said, I read He's the Jerry Seinfeld of France. And then he said, Oh, oh, so you came to see a shitty version of me. Oh boy. <laughs> but it's okay. He did ten minutes? Yeah. And that that's is that gonna be the last time you have the biggest name in American comedy open for you? It's it's not open for me. <laughs> <laughs> not, now. not now not now that it's not open it's yeah. just it's, you know I love you did him. a guest spot yeah, yeah. oh guest spot so not yeah. paid right? right that's the whole difference I guess that's true no it's probably true right you didn't pay him did you no uh huh no. that's nice of him but uh <laughs> but you didn't have any problem following no baba boo boo no during that 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 night right right so 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 that's, those are your experiences with Jerry so Jerry's sort of like uh, you become friends and yeah. he's supportive of you here and that's yeah, a nice I we talk a lot and and how how that is how does it go because it went very how you say that organic well yeah the we, way i got here well you were here and you know and, and i'd heard about you and godfrey who i like because i have to say that it's not to um we have an expression in france what is it it's called i don't want okay if i translate literally i want to hear it in french je ne veux pas te passer de la pommade mm -hmm. mais but okay Passer de la pommade means I don't want to rub you with cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but let me tell you when I say, I'm going to go do Mark Maron, blah, 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 uh -huh. blah. People are, you know, yeah. they're like, oh, well, that's big. That's yeah. really big. That's huge. <laughs> that's huge. Oh, yeah. it's great. For, uh -huh. oh, oh, my God. Okay. And then some people, they say it's even more important than TV, uh -huh. blah, blah, blah. They have a whole thing. Yeah. So, so, so I don't know why I'm telling you this. Yeah. So for me, so... Oh, okay. with the way it works with us. I heard of you, with us, right. because we have a friend in common, right? Well, no, we yeah, know well, a guy. Well, you have a friend in common, but also, like, you know, it seems like an interesting story. It's not a story that I've But I'm know, glad that about. you get interested, too, because if... I'm sorry to interrupt, but because no. it's very good to do that, because you could have said, ah, you know, people don't know him. Yeah. Ah. Well, it wasn't like my first impression, to be honest, like like I said to you before, like I, I didn't know what to make of you and, and like, you know, I heard about you and then I met you at the cellar and, you know, I'm judged or whatever based on nothing. But like until like when I went to see you at Largo, because I have a little time now because I'm not shooting the TV show, I'm like, I should go, you know, like watch yeah, this guy. That's it's great, like, yeah. And then like when I talked to you afterwards, like, and then I realized like, oh, he's just a, he's a comedian, you know? So like, I like being able to do this. I like, you know, it's like it, it's easy for me. I live down the street. You're not here for that long. That's and after great. I saw you, I, I might just come over and do I've it. I've never, okay, I've never done something um, that way, you know? Oh, yeah. No, neither in France or... You got the big, uh, Jerry it's called always, the posse. There's a lot no, of people. No, 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 no. Jerry's my, he's my friend. It's, right. it's easy. But he's, I'm talking he's, about, making, he's making fun of you traveling with people. Yeah, yeah, because the entourage. Yeah, yeah right? the entourage. No, but yeah. if you go on a TV sh talk show here right. in America or in France, even radio or something, yeah. it's going to be the whole, you know, yeah. the publicist and the assistant. I love that. Yeah. I... I still didn't believe when I came in front uh, of my house. Yeah, yeah. Came in front. No, that uh, can when I mean, yeah, can mean another thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, uh, yeah, no you when can't. I, yeah. you didn't do that. I no, would have noticed I, that. But <laughs> when I came when into you your house, yeah, no, yeah, it's fine. Ah, uh, it's a, it sounds a little bit sexual. Yeah, I mean, when I, you're not I don't like come that. into the house and no. like don't flatter yourself. No. 
Again, just like when it, all over my the large, house. My French, large my French, French. cock. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I, I entered the house with my cock first. Beep, to make bleep. No, there's no bleep. There's this. no bleep. So, so when, when I you, arrived, yes. uh, I was like, it's like, is, it, is this real? <laughs> Is this like this? Is this guy? real? The thing with the publicist and the assistants and the being ushered in. Do you want coffee, Mister French guy? All that <laughs> shit. That that you're gonna ask me if this is real? I made the fucking coffee right there. Yeah, I give you the coffee. That's great. The cat. Yeah, the cat. The lonely. The, the, the yeah, the house. Yeah, I know. Silence. Yeah, it's nice. The neighbor. Yeah, the neighbors over there. Nice guys. Hello. Yeah. yeah. This is this is how this show is business the, works. Here. No, this is the American dream. <laughs> it is the American, American dream. way of life. Yeah, but uh, so this challenge that you've given yourself. So what's the, what's the hope that that you build a following here of non not of not necessarily French French expats? Oh no, yeah, yeah. That's How's that hope. going? How what's going on with the Joe's Pub Show? That's, what do you find? Yeah, I get a lot of Americans now because yeah. because of. Okay, because Joe's Pub is a very uh, small venue, I hang out after the show at the venue, which I never do in Europe. Yeah, I right. cannot. Right, because huge. Because it's arena. 900 people. It's, I don't pictures. know, it's 12,000 yeah. people, arena in oh. Belgium. You don't hang out in front of the venue, mm -hmm, you know? It's mm -hmm. parking lot. And See, that's another difference is that like now you're learning how to do intimate comedy. I love it. Yeah, well, that's, uh, that's where it happens. I love it. Yeah. So I hang out there and every night... I'm surprised and I'm very happy to meet with the um, Americans who yeah. come to my show because yeah. they read something about me because they've been brought by some French guys who want them yeah. or maybe there's a French guy dating American girls. Sure. So the French guy brings him and the American likes the show and the French guy goes, you should see him in French. No, and the <laughs> French comedian goes with the girl, mm -hmm. with the American girl. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that's it, you get the girl. No, I mean... It's a, it's a mixed crowd. A lot of expats from different countries also. I'm always surprised because I have nothing to do maybe or related to Armenia, Iran, Australia, Brits. And they come to my show because they relate. In to the, my, the experience. Yeah, the experience. Yeah. This is very funny. I was talking to, um, when, I think when you were here or the night before with the girl from uh, Argentina. Uh -huh. She was like, oh, this is, I feel like, I feel everything you said, I feel about when I first uh, um, uh, moved to America, they relate as a foreigner. Right. Yeah. It's an immigrant know. experience. Yeah, immigrant mm -hmm. experience. So obviously, of course, that's I That's interesting because that's a good angle. Yeah. So I, you're going to attract international audiences in America. Yeah, so I should perform in Times Square. <laughs> sure. Well, you in, do. Close. Close, Down yeah. the street. Down the street. Not far, but, no, that, but, that's, but yeah. that, that speaks a lot to... The, the cultural uh, landscape of America at this time, you yeah. know, that, that there is, that you are being sought out by people, that the immigrant experience or the transition uh, into becoming an American or living in America is something common with a lot of people. Yeah, but, but let's not uh, underestimate no, I'm not how, saying your jokes no, aren't. No, 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 how Americans also hear that story as a new thing and perspective right i was really amazed by some a, comments they say about my they don't know maybe about my story about morocco whatever friends whatever yeah. but they're very they, they they connect to the story and it's i love that this is the best compliment i can get when i what's the other side walk out it's the other show. side you know americans like they they have a not necessarily an arrogance but they they have uh 
it's not even entitlement. It's just that we assume a certain thing about America, and that yeah. we, and that you know, we don't necessarily empathize, you know, with what the immigrant experience is. So, like, to hear your frustrations for an American, it's sort of like, oh my God, that it's, guy was going through it's that. Refreshing. I, right? I just said hi, how you doing? And he looked like he was in panic, <laughs> and now I get why. It's because he didn't know how to react. You know, so you, you're giving yeah. the other side of that. It helps us be more empathetic. But also, a culture with comedy. And a sense of it who is that is very very strong mm. with Americans. Mm-hmm. Really, I was surprised in the beginning. Like I was, oh, can I do that big? I do the self-deprecating yeah. is in the American culture. Yeah, is very very present as a it's, comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, even the in audience. General, yeah, I mean they know. Right, they know really well. Yeah. They know what this is. They go to sure. the club. They sit there and they know they are comedians. They know how know more than Europe. Yeah, we more. we think about ourselves a lot here. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, and they'll but the self-deprecating. Yeah, yeah. Think is well accepted yeah, by Americans sure, sure. Um, and I like that because sure. the underdog you know, it's a, yeah it's a culture it's a culture you know yeah so again going back to your friend Jerry yeah um, uh, when he I, I told him I was going to do comedy he was like why would you do this in English okay here is really he, he said that yeah because he was making fun of me and this you know? is a guy that can't understand your acting French so he, he all he knows is that you're a funny guy and he likes you but he no, has but no he fucking no but he saw my jokes in English and okay. he gave me the best the best advice uh, what did he say on earth I, it was he said f- why are you gonna do this in English <laughs> The best, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, sure. he was like in the beginning was making fun of me, but because, because I shot a documentary about doing stand up in English, it was called Ten Minutes in America. I was building my ten minutes, and mm-hmm. so I I did interviews mm-hmm. with Sarah Silverman, mm-hmm. Woody Allen, and Jerry, and other comedians. And Jerry was as a joke making fun of me. He said, "Oh, you're gonna come to America and do, but this is Amer- America. They know. I mean, it's like okay, here was." It's like if I go to Germany yeah. and I say I'm going to start uh, to build cars, mm-hmm. and then I go to Italy and I'm going to do pasta factory. I'm going to start a pasta factory. Wow. And then I go to France and I'm going to start a new kind of baguette. Yeah. And then I'm going to go to America and do stand-up comedy. Yeah. I think that's I don't think that's right. Me too. It was it's a little know. off as a metaphor because comedy, humor, laughing is an international human thing. Yeah. And but it, it was just making fun. No, it's style. Because, yeah, style. Yeah, it's an know. American thing. Like, why would you do that to yourself? I guess the concern really, and the concern for me too in watching it is that, you know, you know your observations are good and your structure is good and your uh, performance is all good. But I think what you're up against is that, you know, you have to have the point of view that you have right now because that's showing you how to use English and, and do the jokes. But I think what Jerry might be saying is that, like, you know, are you, do you have more creative range in your own language. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that like, you know, there's something uh, challenging and, and endearing and, and, and about your struggle with English and your struggle as somebody who is course, here. Yeah. But like, you know, can you express yourself to the best of your ability better in French? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the tricky thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this is, again, part of this right. crazy challenge. Right. Uh, this is why I told you I would like in a few months, few weeks, talk about different things not only you know not only and you will that was yeah. what, like because that struck me in the show today like you know the way you're writing and the joke structure because jerry's very much a technician and y- you know like even when you had the call back with the uh i'm down yeah i'm good it. i'm good i'm good right yeah. it's very clever you know they had to come back around now is that a device you use in france as well 
No. Right, exactly. That's no, America. I learned that right. in America. I, I, I noticed. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. I said, well, that that's good that, you know, he's understanding the structure. That's funny because I'm working now with a French comedian on a project in France. Uh -huh. I'm going to be doing it in a few months. And my vision changed totally. Right. About they, writing. Yeah. yeah. So they're writing me back. Oh, why are you so uh, 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 exigent? How do you say? Um, um, exigent. How you say exigent, like very hard on 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 what we're doing? Oh, you right, know, right. why so, don't yeah. you just? That's a good joke. Yeah, yeah. I said no. It we could need, be better, right? We right. need to get it sharp and and clear right. and and sweet. And, right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Boom. Yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. That's great. It's very long setups. Yeah. Those emails are very long. Yeah. And I cut the fat I'm yeah, like yeah, boom yeah. boom boom I cut all the fat yeah. and I sent them back I say that that will work like this boom yeah. three lines yeah. one setup a joke do they agree yeah but it's a little bit uh, you to, know yeah, we we, there's not enough boom 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 bah, bah. Where's we had to boom boom bah, bah. <laughs> but we have to mix those two cultures sure, right sure, the sure. boo boo baba can be can right. be fun you know yeah. but if you only do the boo boo baba ah, it could know. be better could you be could, you like the joke could be better. Yeah, you get away with. But something. I like a good there joke. Is. Sure, because the boo boo baba, you know, it's a lot of charm. It's a Se lot of charm. Seduction. Yes, uh, you yeah. can do boo boo baba even yeah, with no yeah. jokes. That's exactly right. Just yeah. like, nice suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice suit, yeah. music, good sure, lighting, it's character boom, and boo boo baba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, come on. That's, Let's make a better joke. Well, that's interesting. You know, that's. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you're going to change French stand-up. Yeah. A lot of guys that were getting away with it. No, I, I, we brought, not, not only me, but we brought, we kind of brought this way of doing comedy in France, um, stand-up, talking directly to the audience, not with an imaginary yeah. uh, 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 third, uh, how you say that, third wall? No, yeah, fourth uh, wall. Fourth wall. We brought this with Jamel, this other guy in France. So um, now we got to go one step further we have to stand up we have to be more efficient mm -hmm. sometimes I go see some shows in Europe not only in France and there are like four minutes with no laughs mm. set up and theatrical it's okay it's fun they do it very well the thing yeah. moves the music the life yeah. but now that I'm here I don't know I kind efficient, of change my yeah I want the joke I want to laugh that's also, interesting to me that you're gonna like to integrate that into a tradition yeah. of of entertainment. That it's what you're really up also against. Also, short sets. Not we, you know. Sometimes I go to Europe and I see shows two hours of comedy. Two yeah. hours, right? That's too much. You cannot you cannot be funny for two hours. Yeah, it's impossible. Even yeah. if you're a genius, you yeah. cannot. Yeah, right. So, but but that's interesting that you know the that you're really up against. Uh, you know, uh, uh, different expectations. Like you know, like like maybe a French audience doesn't know that this could be better because they've gotten so used to the here's the music, here's yeah, the guy. In but the it's suit. exactly like the American audience. No, I think it's good. They 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 don't they don't know that maybe with a little physicality would be crazy. No, that's when right. I do it sometimes, even at the cellar sometimes yeah, or yeah, other yeah. clubs, I put a little fake expressions. They like it. Of course, well, it's a natural thing. It's, yeah, it's it's not yeah. na that's not necessarily French, but there's a way of doing it oh, yeah. that you're used to. That your I think your muscle around physicality yeah. is it has to do with. You, you know that you know that's what you do you know so like when you just when you when you like temper it, or you, when you trim it when you make it more efficient because i noticed that right when you started doing physical i'm like that like he you're very comfortable doing yeah, that yeah. you know what i mean we're having a, a real conversation right now <laughs> <laughs> it's great <laughs> right 
That's what, that's what I do. Never happens. No? On the radio. Yeah. Well, it's a, that's the podcast. That's the podcast. That's different. Yeah. Well, that I, I, but I'm excited about that. I like the idea of that, of, of like, you know, working within this tradition of, of comedy in France and then you bringing this new skill set to it and kind of changing the face of French comedy while you learn how to do Because American you want me style. to go back there. That's, that's why. I, I I'm not exactly saying that. But <laughs> I love that you came here to take some great ideas and go back to your country well, that's what, to yeah. use them over there. Well, I think that was Jerry's point when he said, "I don't go to Italy and make pasta." Yeah. I don't. Yeah, but uh, but you know he's he's uh, you know he's he's indulging you, and, and it's nice. No, I mean he's you. right when he talks about how New Yorkers are so aware of the they know this the the, the stand up. This is where stand up was born, you know, in America in New York City. Does so obviously he's very. Um, uh, sarcastic but also it's true but he comes from that tradition but I yeah. think what you're doing and it's not by me saying that I want to you know send you back to France I just think it's exciting that you take a form which is not unlike jazz which has a lot of roots you know and, and brings integrates a lot of things that you're conscious enough to know you know the difference between you know what has become not necessarily stale but expected in France and you say well why don't we integrate you know what I'm learning here into into you know, trying it there and seeing you know what happens you know making a different expectation like it might be surprising like there's actually this opportunity to take a form that's very you know, uh, I, again, I'll say traditional in terms of how entertainment works, but taking these new skills and just yeah. seeing like how that joke works now. Have That's, you seen the results yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, so oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And does it is it working? Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah. But they don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Oh, it's great. That's it's, exciting. That's a very exciting thing. It's great. You know, it's yeah. like, it's like I don't know. I was thinking about um, analogy, but it's not a good one. I was mm -hmm. thinking about it, thinking about a sexual analogy, like yeah, like you took something and you're very performant, and, yeah. and but she doesn't know, right, know? right, the, the, you, that you've been with another woman learning new things. <laughs> I get <laughs> or it. Or having so many uh, pills. Yeah, yeah. And she had <laughs> yeah, no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think. Don't, don't tell her you took the pills. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened to you? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just a, it's you. It's you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what? Yeah, yeah. But my question to you is, is the opposite would be true? Like, would you go, you or another comedian, go to Boo Boo Baba Land? I and, do more now. I, like, and, uh, and would watch something and and We and have our own version inspired. of that. No, we have our own version of that. And and it's not, and it's like, uh, it's, not, it's not the same in that, you know, whatever we're calling Boo Boo Baba is really just the way French comedy has worked for years. That's all. It's it, it, and we have you know there there are certain types of comedy that have existed here for years. But lately, for me, I've become more a little more lighthearted. Like I open up a little more, and I'm I'm very envious of of natural physical comedians. I do. I know that I have the ability, but I don't have the comfort, and I do it a little more now. And that's something I'm consciously doing. But I don't think of it as boo boo baba. But I think of it as like, <laughs> why not? You know, why not be a little more physical? Try it. You know, uh, you know, you have the skill. Yeah, and but you have a character. I saw you on stage. Yeah. You don't want. It's not. It's not. We don't expect that from you, right? We, well, that's why I like to do it now. Oh, like I, like you I, see, I, I do. You're challenging yourself. Sure, and I'm challenging to take those risks. And I mean, if you saw me in another environment, like tonight, I'm going to do the comedy store. You know, where I'm doing these these newer bits where you know i do do physical stuff in my last special i'm a lot more physical but i'm aware of it like i i know that's a instead of looking at it as 
something like uh, that indicates a, a certain side where you're sort of making fun of it. It's just another way of another tool. It's yeah. another way of doing what you do. You integrate these different things and you know, you want to best be funny and ch- and make it fun for you. I like to hear that. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm kind of a dick initially, but I get it. Like, cause like for me to be watching you and actually be craving you know, in in a in a genuine way to see you know you perform in all French just to experience that to see what you know that you know what yeah. you're the most comfortable with was not to to go like oh, look at this fucking clown. It was to see like you know you're a good comedian. I'd I'd love to see because I never see French comedy. I make yeah. fun of it. I don't know anything about <laughs> but it. But I want to go back, which is America. I want to go back <laughs> on. I'm a dick. You said I'm a dick yeah. because no no one else than someone who doesn't speak English can picture better this expression because mm-hmm. what we do immediately is we translate. Mm-hmm. But you guys, it's an expression, right? Yeah. Oh, he's a dick. Yeah. But because we know what the word dick means yeah. and we don't speak English, oh, we the, don't, you know don't know the expression. What, what the, oh. We have to say, oh, all right. Oh, he's talking. Okay. So we translate and we're like, oh, he's talking about penis and then he's a penis and he's a penis. But it was never going to make sense. So never going to make sense. How, how you would but have I to like translate that. it is but that. Why, yeah. Was, how it would be more like he's, he's, a, he's a, a, a judgmental, uh, ignorant American that, that does not allow himself to experience different things. <laughs> Because that's he's a dick. because he's that's stubborn. Because he's that's, stubborn. That's that, that's a dick. To you, it would be a dick. Wow. To, to me, it would just be like yeah, I'd be talking to a guy, I'd be like, yeah, I don't fucking like that shit either. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit. <laughs> no, that's a bit for you. Mm, that's okay. a bit for your. You're probably right. I need new bits. I'll, I'll listen new, back to it. Yeah, listen only that part. Who signed this? Hey, Mark. Iggy I, Pop. Oh well, he came here. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people come here. So, All right, so let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. So we did good. We're gonna wrap it up. Um, good expression, also, because I see the. You know, how would that translate to French? Uh, on the, uh, we, we, we we don't have this. Well, what's what's the expression where you say it's finished? Oh yes, yeah, c'est, c'est, yeah. c'est fini. Right. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. Uh, ça m'a fait très plaisir d'être avec toi aujourd'hui. Uh-huh. You know what marron means in in French? Brown, Two chestnut, and brown. No. Okay. Two things. I hope they're good things. I always no, there's say, one who's uh, not a good thing. No. Which is, uh, marron means brown. Yeah. But marron, mm-hmm. if I say we are marron, yeah. means fucked up. Yeah. Like if someone says, oh, uh, oh man, where's the car? Uh, you, you didn't bring the car? And yeah. it starts in two, three, mm, we are marron. Uh-huh. We are marron means we're fucked up. That's, we're fucked. That's, that's more fitting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Than brown? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Thank you. That was lovely. That guy's a lovely man. I didn't know if I had time to play guitar, but I think I might.